0: Hello, my name is John Donahue. Welcome to the Bite Size Weight Loss Podcast with Human Design. As always, my aim with this podcast is to give you bite sized tips, insights, and strategies to master the game of healthy weight loss without giving your life up in the process. By the way, I'm in Sydney today, and it's, you can tell it's approaching winter, and it's with 16 degrees, and it's, it feels really cold. And you're probably going to laugh if you're from other parts of the world. I've completely acclimatized here. Um, but yeah, it's bloody freezing. But well, in saying that, autumn and winter, are um, I really, really love it in Sydney. And by the way, the podcast is closing in on 2,000 downloads, so thanks if you've listened. I really, really appreciate your support. Uh, I'm back with another short podcast today, and I want to talk about evening versus morning exercise for weight loss. And the reason why I talk about this, and the reason I do these podcasts, is they have a, like a bank of... Episodes where I can send people to answer questions in a more detailed manner because sometimes the nuance and the context gets lost in like your 10 second reels on social media. Um, and this is this is another example of something that I call majoring in the minors is where people get so obsessed with little things that in the scheme of things don't really matter that much. And, um, and like I always say, weight loss is about principles. There's a thousand methods that you can use, but when you focus on methods, you lose sight of principles, okay? But when you focus on principles, you get the drift, you get the the kind of universal laws, and then you succeed with whatever your goal is. So let's talk about um, evening versus morning exercise for weight loss and a study that came out in 2022. So if you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, you know that creating a negative energy balance, or in other words, you would have heard it as a calorie deficit, is really, really the most important thing for losing weight and calorie restriction and increased uh, energy burning from exercise are really, really effective ways to accomplish weight loss. If you're not sure about this, go back to episode two, where I talk about how weight loss actually works and uh, you'll get a good idea. It's only nine minutes. That said though, there's a lot of debate that continues regarding if something called chrono nutrition strategy, for example. Time restricted eating, intermittent fasting, nutrient timing, whether they're more or less useful for enhancing weight loss or retaining your muscle mass. And then also along this line of thinking, it's, you know, some people have wondered if performing exercise in the morning versus the evening makes a, a difference in weight loss or body composition over time against the background of, say, the same kind of diet. So, in other words, assuming that both people had the same dietary intake or calorie intake, would regular exercise in the morning produce the same weight loss as regular exercise in the evening over the course of several weeks? So there was a study from Brooker et al. in 2022, which examined if morning versus evening exercise differentially affected weight loss outcomes in overweight or obese adults across a 12-week period. So let's take a look at the study design, the results, and then the practical implications for you. And I, I get these, by the way, I get these studies because I pay for I pay uh, several monthly fees for different uh, subscriptions to journals where experts go in and look at all the uh, up-to-date research and they give an unbiased opinion, sorry, an opinion, a fact based opinion on what the current research says. So this is pretty much up to date the end of 2022. So, um, so this study, uh, it, it utilized what's called a randomized control design. So they had three groups. So they had one group, who were prescribed exercise between 6 a.m and 9 a.m in the morning they had another group that exercised between 4 p.m and 7 p.m in the evening and then they had what's called a control group that uh, were just instructed to continue their normal exercise and to participate in the study the subjects had to meet the following criteria right they had to be insufficiently active in other words they had to be doing less than 150 minutes of moderate or vig- vigorous physical activity per week they had to be Uh, Overweight or obese. So they had to have a a body mass index of greater than 25. And they had to be weight stable for the prior three months before the the study. Okay. So within three kilograms of their current weight. Uh, And then the participants in the morning and evening groups, they were prescribed 250 minutes of self paced aerobic exercise per week for 12 weeks. So that's about 35 minutes a day, I think, if my maths is right. And some of the exercise was supervised in the latter part of the the study and some was unsupervised. And then the researchers did lots of cool measurements, all right? They measured how well people followed the exercise routines by counting the number of supervised sessions they attended out of a total of 42. They also asked people to keep an exercise diary to record information about their unsupervised workouts. And then during the supervised sessions, they wore a heart rate monitor to measure their exercise intensity. And then participants also rated their what's called perceived rate of exertion and their um, their level of enjoyment of the activities. And do understand if people were morning or evening types? The researchers also used the questionnaire about sleep activity, sleep and activity preferences. And then after the 12 weeks, they were encouraged to continue exercising, but they weren't supervised or provided any additional support They examine how this intervention affected the longer term adherence based on three and six months follow up. So they, they went, underwent a load of cool tests they did the test two weeks before the study, in the middle of the study, at the end of the study, and then three and six months after the initial 12-week study. And all the measurements were collected when they were in a fasted state, except for the cardio fitness. They did a DEXA scan to estimate their body composition. A DEXA scan is like an infrared scan. It tells you your bone density, your ratio of muscle to fat, your, the amount of fat around your organs. Uh, it's really, really, it's kind of like the gold standard in measuring body composition. And then their cardio fitness was measured using a treadmill test, which involved the measurement of their oxygen uptake and their heart rate to, have, to identify the highest oxygen value consumed for, you know, two consecutive 30 second windows. So all really, really, really detailed studies, their blood pressure, their blood fats, their blood sugar were measured at baseline. And then after the 12 week intervention, and they did all these studies because they wanted to see the impact of morning versus uh, evening exercise and see if there was any difference. All right. So they also wore what's called accelerometers on their wrist for seven days prior to measuring their physical activity. And these devices recorded activity data every 60 seconds, and then they classified it in the sedentary, light, moderate, or vigorous, right? So they better understand their diets. The researchers also conducted 24-hour food interviews at the beginning, middle, and end of the 12-week study, and they asked them about their previous day's food and fluid intake. And then they entered the information in the computer program for analysis. So there was loads of uh, things that were actually tested here. So it was pretty detailed, pretty cool study. Now, the results were that there were no significant differences between morning and evening exercise groups in terms of their compliance to the program, their adherence to the program, the amount of energy they burned, their rates of perceived exertion or their actual enjoyment. Their body mass and fat mass significantly decreased during the study, both for the morning and evening exercise groups, which is really, really cool, but there wasn't much of a difference between the groups. I'll say that again. Body mass and fat mass significantly decreased during the intervention for both morning and evening exercise groups, but there wasn't a significant difference between groups. Now, their cardio fitness also increased. Their diastolic blood pressure decreased, um, Their systolic blood pressure decreased significantly, but more so in the evening exercise group. And their amount of physical activity did increased over the course of the um, uh, intervention. Um, And both groups reported a reduction in their total calorie intake during the study. So changes in their body composition, their blood pressure, their blood biomarkers, and all their energy balance were observed in both the morning and evening exercise groups. Uh, but they weren't statistically significant, okay? So what does this mean for you? Well, overall, this study didn't provide strong evidence supporting a specific time of day for exercise to enhance weight loss. Both the exercise groups experienced improvements in markers of their cardio-metabolic health, uh, good weight reduction, good improvements in respiratory fitness, and similar reductions in their calorie intake over the course of the study, And then previous research on the influence of exercise, timing, and weight loss has been limited, and the findings have been actually quite mixed. And one thing to note about this study is, um, and it's called what's called a study limitation, is that there was a high attrition rate, like 45% by the six-month follow-up point. So it made it difficult to kind of understand whether whether there was long-term differences between the groups because 45% of people actually dropped out after six months. So there was also a discrepancy, the researchers said, between the expected and actual weight loss as reported energy intake and calculated energy expenditure should have resulted in more weight loss. Now, what this means is that this is due to kind of inaccuracies in self-reported calorie intake because people who are overweight or who have obesity, they tend to underreport their dietary intake. um, And that's probably because they don't want to be judged for being overweight. Uh, This is very, very common. I mean, I'll see over the past you know the first 10 years of clients I used to do a lot of food records and they'd be you know telling me that they were eating poached eggs for breakfast and a chicken salad for lunch and you know meat and veg for dinner yet they were 20 kilos or 30 kilos overweight so you know there was a there was a miscalculation somewhere so and and uh, you know this has been shown to happen in professionals even in dietitians, they underestimate their calorie intake by 400 calories a day so it's not just Us, the general population, the experts, professionals do this too. Um, And so the authors of the study quoted Dr. Michael Joyner in the conclusion. They said, and, and it's a really cool point here, doing something is more important than exercising at a specific time of day. So I see people arguing over time all the time on the internet about what's the best type of diet or what's the best type of exercise and what's the best time of day to exercise. None of this stuff matters if you can't stick to it, if you don't enjoy it or it doesn't induce a calorie deficit. So practically, the study indicates that exercise in the morning or the evening is much better than doing nothing at all. So for me, I must encourage my clients to find a preferred time to exercise that works for their schedule and their lifestyle rather than missing out on exercise altogether. So let me give you a quick summary of the practical ap- applications. Both the morning and the evening exercise groups display significant reductions in fat mass and improvements in their VO2 peak after 12 weeks, and there was not a significant difference between the groups. And the improvements observed in the exercise groups were not observed in the control groups. So the people who were told to just exercise whenever they want, they weren't supervised, they didn't get the same benefits as the people who were supervised, who did the morning or evening exercise. So what it means is this highlights the benefits of exercise for improving your body composition, in other words, the ratio of muscle to fat you have, and cardio metabolic biomarkers compared to the lack uh, lack of exercise regardless of the time of day it's completed. And it appears that completing an exercise either in the morning or the evening is similarly effective for ha- enhancing weight loss and improvements in cardiometabolic risk factors in overweight or obese individuals after 12 weeks. So this study suggests that performing exercise when it best suits your schedule and your preference is reasonable compared to not performing it at all. And the study was conducted in 2020. 2020- too. so it's really really recent so the most important thing you need to know is don't get caught up in these arguments online about the best time of day of exercise because and I, I, you know i don't know what it's like for leaner people i don't know what it's like for uh weight training or um the, the amount of time maybe is different or the type of training but this study was a pretty cool wee study showed it really doesn't matter what time of day you exercise as long as you're doing the exercise as long as you're doing the exercise you enjoy it. so as i say don't major in the minors just get out there get exercise and it's so beneficial and if your schedule says it's better in the morning do it in the morning if your schedule says you feel more energetic in the evening do it then it doesn't matter all right i find for me it's middle of the morning if I leave it to the afternoon, I probably won't do my exercise. I'll probably go for a walk, but I wouldn't do my exercise. All right, there's a quick podcast today. As always, if you get something from this, please, please, please leave a rating. Um, a few of you have left a rating, and it helps boost the listenership of the podcast, as always. All right, that's it for today. A short one. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening. I'll be back showing with more podcasts. Have a great day.